Welcome to the Rock Podcast. We believe this podcast is built on the rock and will teach and equip you for the works of ministry. We believe and trust God that the teachings will give you the keys to enter into a deeper revelation of the Word. We pray that the Holy Spirit will ignite an unstoppable fire in you and that it will transform you and every place you set your feet. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, good morning. Welcome to the Rock Podcast. My name is Rick and I have the privilege to do today's episode. And today we will talk about faith. Are we saved uh, through grace by faith or are we saved by faith and works or are we saved by works? I received a question last week about a, from a dear sister of mine, a sister in Christ, and I really want to honor her. But we were discussing some things together. Are we saved by faith alone or is it faith and works together? Because we can read in James... That faith without works is dead. So what we are going to do today is we're going to talk about faith and the way how we have been saved. Is it through faith or is it through faith and works together? And what we're going to do today is we will read a lot of scripture because I don't want to give my own opinion about it. I want to trust the Holy Spirit that he, that while we are reading the scriptures, he will penetrate our heart and our mind with the truth of God. Because only He is the one who can convince of, convince us of the truth. So, but what I'm going to do is first I'm going to read the scripture in James, and that is James 2, verse 14 till verse 26, because this is the part of the scripture where we were, uh, why we came to the Discussion is it faith or is it faith and works together? So let me first start with reading James 2 and I will read from verse 14 till verse 26. Faith and deeds. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well and well fed, but does nothing about the physical need, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God and good. Even the demons believe that. But shudder. You foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction. 
As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deed is dead. And so the question I had last week, are we saved by faith and works together? And the answer is no, and we will read that in scripture soon. But we are saved by through grace by faith. By faith. We are saved by faith alone. But faith without deeds is not faith. That is what that is what we can read in the scripture here in James. Um, example, if I believe that the chair is holding me, I going to sit on the chair without doubting it. But if I say I believe the chair will hold me, when I am standing nervous next to the chair, that actually means that deep in my heart I don't believe that the chair holds me. So I hope that you understand what I'm saying. If I have faith and that faith in Jesus Christ placed me from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, I received eternal life and it cannot be that if you have an encounter with Jesus that it does not affect your deeds and not affect your behavior. I, I, if you have an encounter with Jesus, you will stop doing things what you are used to do and you will start doing new things that you were not used to do. You know, it will change your life completely. It changed my life. I was a drug dealer. I was addicted to cocaine. I was addicted to alcohol. But when I had an encounter with Jesus... It changed my life completely. Not because I had to, but because it was His love that was changing me from inside out. So, if you have an encounter with Jesus, if you have placed your faith in Jesus, it always changes your life. And when it does not change your life, when you have people who say, yeah, I believe in Jesus, I believe that there is a God. You know, even the demons do that. And they tremble, we can read. The devil believes in God. The demons believe in God. But they tremble by the sound of his name. You know, and so there are also a lot of people who say, I believe in Jesus. Oh, I believe that Jesus is there. I believe that there is a God. But they will not give their lives to Jesus completely. They will not have a, a changed life. You know, because they are not surrendering uh, total to who Jesus is. I believe saving faith, saving faith is completely changing you. You have saving faith and you have a, a persisting faith, a, a, the outliving of your faith. You know, you have saving faith, that is where the journey starts. And then you go into a process the rest of your life, becoming more Christ-like, that, that, that is what we call sanctification, we become more, we, we will have a holy living, and every day we become more holy, and we will change our behavior, not because we have to, but because we had an encounter with Jesus, and we want to change from out of his, from out of his love, because he saved us, and and we will, we will have an understanding of what he did. It costed him everything. And because of that, we will have a changed life. You can see according to our deeds what our faith is about. You know, you, know, you, you, you start loving God in the first place with all your might, all your strength. And 
and you will love your neighbors as you love yourself. That is because of the finished work of Jesus. That is because of the saving faith you have received. So because of the saving faith, you will become more Christ-like every day, more and more and more and more, and you will, will start walking in the good works that Jesus has prepared for you. And that is what James is about. If you have people who say, oh, I believe that there is a God, but they're still drinking a lot of alcohol. And, and I hope you understand why. I'm not against alcohol. But I just give an example. You know, if they say, there are, I know a lot of people say, oh, I believe that there is a God, but they are drunk every, every week and are sm smoking or using drugs every day. Um, you know, their life is not about becoming more Christ-like. You know, they don't surrender fully to Jesus. They only want the benefits of, oh, I, I believe that there is a Jesus, so maybe one day I will go to heaven. You know, that is not what, where Christianity is about. You know, one day we we'll go to heaven. But before we go there, we have to live a life here on earth. And we're not from this world, but we are still in this world. And we are called to live out the kingdom, to change every place where, where we are, where we are set our feet. You know, your workplace, your family, your friends. God placed you there to change uh, your surrounding with the kingdom of God and so that the people in your surrounding can see through your deeds that you know that there is a living God because you were in such a bad state before you knew Jesus and now because you are changing from the inside out they, they can see through your deeds that this Jesus is the, is a living, is the living God and he loves you so much that he takes you just the way you you are how you are but he loves you too much to keep you that way so he wants to change you and that is for your own benefits and for the benefits of your surrounding so i hope you understand what i'm saying we are saved by faith the moment we place our faith in jesus the moment we said you're jesus we believe we are a sinner and we need you we believe in your finished work on the cross we believe that you are the son of god that is the moment we receive eternal life. But that is the beginning of our journey, journey. From that day, from that moment on, there will be a continuous change. We become more Christ-like every time. Or that is sanctification. You know, and you can see that through our good deeds, through the good works. So we can say the following. If we we don't see a changed life, if we don't see deeds, if we don't see good works, you can actually ask yourself the question, yeah, was there saving faith? I believe there was no saving faith if you don't have a changed life. And you don't have to become like Jesus immediately. You know, it's a process. You know, and sometimes we backslide. Sometimes we make mistakes. Yeah, that's good. But the righteousness will fall seven times, but he will stand up. That is what we can read in the Bible. So every day we become more Christ-like. And that is because we have seen and tasted that the Lord is good. So if you don't see a changed life, ask yourself the question, was there saving faith? And James said, if there are no good deeds... Probably there was no saving faith. 
Saving fate is always the beginning of a changed life. But we are saved by faith alone. And I want to read Ephesians 2 verse 1 till 10 for you. So let me read it because for me that is, in that 10 verses, for me that is the whole gospel. For me that is... Uh, yeah, we can read in that part of scripture who we were, where we are seated right now, and where we are called for. So let me read Ephesians 2, verse 1 till 10. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sin, in which you used to live and you followed the way of this world, and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts like the rest. We were by nature deserving of wrath. And here is where I stop for now. You know, this is who we were. We were dead in our transgressions. You know, as somebody who is dead can never please God according to his good works. Because a dead person can't work to please God. We are dead. So, this is who we were. And then, for me, that so, that is what I'm going to read now, that is so beautiful. But because of his great love for us, but God, it is always the but God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. Wow, we were dead. We were not... It was impossible for us to, to please God with works, because a dead man can't work. But God, but God, he made us alive in Christ. By grace you have been saved. Grace, and because of his great mercy, and grace is uh, receiving that you do not deserve. You know, we don't deserve eternal life, but God gave eternal life to us. And mercy is not getting what we deserve. We deserve punishment. We were by nature under his wrath. But God gives us mercy because he is rich in mercy. That is what grace is about. Grace and mercy. And it is always the but God because he loved the world. That whoever believed in him will not perish but will receive eternal life. There is nothing from our side that did anything about this. To receive eternal life. It is only the work of Jesus. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Wow! So we are saved by grace. We were dead in our trespasses. God made us alive by, by his grace because of his great love. That is the moment we were saved. And then he immediately Place us in the heavenly realms next to Jesus. Here, here he is saying something about our position we have. 
once we have put our faith in Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. Wow! Here is the answer. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you... Holy Spirit, I pray that you minister to us right now with your words. That you penetrate us with this truth, our minds and our hearts. So if there is any doubt, if there is any thought that we have to please you by our own works, Father, please remove that right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Holy Spirit, I pray that this truth, your truth, will become our truth. That we will live according to this truth. Because it is by grace we have been saved through faith we can read in the Bible. And this is not from yourself. It is a gift from God. So even our faith is a gift from God. There was nothing that we can do about this. It is all because of the finished work of Jesus. Not by our works so that no one can boast. Verse 9. And then verse 10. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works with which God prepared in advance for us to do. Wow! So we were dead. It was Jesus that saved us. And the moment we put our faith in his finished work, we were, we were entering the kingdom of light. At that moment, we immediately get a position in the heavenly realms next to Jesus that speaks about our authority and from out of this authority we are called to walk, to walk in the good works which Christ Jesus has prepared for us and these are the good works that James is talking about these are the good works that will change the world these are the good works that the world will see so that the world will see and taste that the Lord is good these are the good works that will change Every place where we will set our feet. But it is by grace that we are saved. It's because of His grace. Through faith. Holy Spirit, please minister this truth to us. I pray that every doubt, every stronghold of the enemy will be removed right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. And I pray that every one, of us, every one of us will walk by your grace and change our surroundings in the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, please send an email to info at therock-podcast.com. Bedankt dat je vandaag naar de podcast geluisterd hebt. Als je vragen hebt of in contact wil komen, stuur gerust een e-mail naar info at therock-podcast.com. Dank je dat je naar vandaag zijn podcast geluisterd hebt. Als je enige vraagt of met ons wil contact maken, stuur gerust een e-post naar info at therock-podcast.com.
Vielen Dank, dass Sie sich den Podcast heute angehört haben. Wenn Sie Fragen haben oder Kontakt aufnehmen möchten, senden Sie bitte eine E-Mail an info at podcastcom